this was therapeutic it paid to get some stuff off my chest i hope nobody's like offended by how you know i deliver my thing but hey it's pet peeves everybody got listen this is our platform if yes. you don't like it i'm sorry if you want to come and debate call us contact us welcome to coffee to cocktails a conversation between two friends that spans across the day Starting with the coffee that wakes us up in the morning to take care of business. To the occasional cocktail that lets us wind down and take our hair down at the end of the day. I am Nina. And I'm Kristen. And we are your hosts for the evening. So grab a drink and join us for a little kiki. Well, honey, let's get into this drink. Do you yes, have I was this beverage? Say, please just grab this drink because I'm already feeling it a little bit. <laughs> I don't know about you, but okay. I'm already kind of like. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> well, okay. The first thing I was like, oh, you know, it's called a Hawaiian mimosa. Mm-hmm. I said, hey, that would be fun. Mm-hmm. So this has rum. Mm-hmm. I think an ounce of rum, um, two ounces of pineapple juice, mm-hmm. and some champagne or uh, Prosecco or sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I first tasted it, I was like, I can really taste the, the pineapple juice, but it is a little subtle mm-hmm. with the champagne. And this one is good. This Hawaiian mimosa. I was like, okay, yeah. let's get into this. Because I wasn't really sure how, I've, I've never really had a champagne mixed with like a rum. Me and, either. You know, it works. For, you know, and the pineapple juice just, it's always the juice that sets everything off to me. The it is. Flies, you know. I agree. I agree. Simple to make. You know, it's, um, I, I wouldn't say strong, mm-hmm. but it, you know, you can feel it. Like you said, you can feel it. Yeah. And it's I'm not, halfway through mine. It's not like the bourbon. <laughs> Like, or I'm just already like, oh, Lordy, okay, let me keep it together. Look, honey, that bourbon will take you <laughs> to, you know, where you want to go and where you'd be like, where am I? I didn't have what to be I, here. What I tell you last week before we uh, started recording, I'm like, child, this will make me want to tip my head. Now you've got a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> make you want to tip your hat and say, good day, sir. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh, Lord. Yes. So, yeah, so this um, Hawaiian mimosa, simple, oh just three goodness. ingredients, really good. Yeah, y'all got to try this one. So, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you try and let us know how you like it. And what kind of rum did you use? I think I used Captain Morgan. I was about to say, we got the captain. We got the captain. Okay. <laughs> but right. you know what? I also, um, I should have, um, it didn't even cross my mind because. I don't just be over here like just drinking all the rum. I for, I actually have forgotten. I still have some Appleton rum from Jamaica. Oh, so I probably could try with that. I could have used that too, but you know, both Cap- Captain Morgan, Appleton, both really good rums. You know, okay. just pick your favorite and yes. make it work. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Delicious mm-hmm. and simple. Hmm. 
All right, Kristen, you know, normally, before we get into the, the topic, I'll, I'll just kind of give us a, a little preview. Normally, we are really positive and, <laughs> you know, upbeat, but tonight we're going in on this topic about pet peeves. But before we get started, we'll remind our listeners where they can find us and where they can listen. Yes, ma'am. You can find us on our socials. We have pages on both Instagram and on Facebook. If you search Coffee to Cocktails podcast, our pages pop right up. So make sure you follow us, you like us. If you want to reach out to us via email, you can do that using coffee to cocktails podcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll read your emails. You know, you can send us the topics you might want to hear in the future. We'll consider them. And um, yeah, if you want to just talk to us directly, just shoot us an email. So, yeah. And I don't know if you have been listening to season three, you've noticed that we've had a couple of guests and we have uh, a few more in the pipeline. So if you're interested in being a guest on the show, it doesn't matter where you live. Uh, doesn't matter what you do. Let us know. We'd love to have you on as a guest. You know what? I'm not going to do this every time, Nina, but I think we could kind of stick in here, too. Um, you know, we're getting to the point now where sponsors are a thing. So, you know. If, okay. <laughs> yes. If you, you know, if you have a product or service and we find that, you know, it's sort of aligns with what we do and, you know, it's something we can support. And, um, you know, you're looking to get a little bit of exposure. You know, maybe we could give you a mention on the show. But, yeah, let's talk. Now, you know, I don't know legalese. I can't get into all the details here. <laughs> but, you know, reach out. To, again, reach out to that email address. And, again, Nina, I won't do that on every show because that was kind of willy-nilly. But I just want to start just putting the energy out there, you know? Cause yeah, why not? Getting to, getting to the point, honey. Yes. Why, why, why not? <laughs> yes. So you heard it. You want to be a guest. If there's a product that you want us, you can see, you know, we talk about some of our drinks and some of the uh, ingredients and we be shouting them out. I think we actually have an entire episode coming up soon where we're going to be talking about our favorite things. But tonight, mm-hmm. we're going to be a little negative Nancy, okay? we talking about pet peeves and what gets on our nerves. And I have a whole list. Well, like you said, Nina, you know, we usually try to keep it, you know, on the up and up and positive. Well, today we're going to talk about some things that positively get on our nerves. <laughs> <laughs> so... Let's get at it. <laughs> Listen, okay. Um, so, Kristen, you and I both just came off of trips. Mm-hmm. You know, came off a of vacation. So I flew, and I think you you drove. But yeah. um, we can both relate to if you're driving, if you're flying. You know, those are things. Okay, let me talk about these folks on a plane. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord, dear people in the back of the plane who stand up as soon as we get to the Ooh. gate. Where are you going? Let me take okay. a on that. Uh-uh. <laughs> I just don't understand. Yes, I know some people like to stand up to stretch your legs after a long flight, but you then have some people um, who might be like, hey, I have to get to a connecting flight. And I'm like, aren't we all trying to get off? Maybe I'm trying to get to a connecting flight too. But mm-hmm. you in you know, 36F and you trying to jump to 11 F B, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Can you wait your turn? 
you at a certain point, some of these people need to just purchase a closer seat because I'm trying to get off the flight too. And another thing about that that irks me is, you know, I'm not the tallest person in the world, but I'm tall enough that if I stand up and I'm sitting in the window seat, I'm hunching over. Mm-hmm. So I'm the type to just sit, stay, undo my seat belt, and I stay in my seat until I see a few of the rows clearing in front of me, and then that's when I get up and try to get out. But it sucks when there's people standing hunched over you, ready to get out before you and just kind of push you to the side. It's like, "Uh uh-uh, wait a minute. I hate sitting there when I got an aisle seat and these standards had a booty in your face. I can't stand that. Oh, my gosh. No, we're not doing that. (laughs) And the last flight I was on, I believe it was it was our flight going on our cruise. Um, the guy sitting across the row from us, he spoke up because they tried to take um, cuts in front of his wife. And, uh, you know, the people in front of us were clearing out, filing out. And then it was his wife's turn to reach up and get her um, overhead luggage. And the people behind him was trying to rush through. Because they have been wow. standing there. So I guess they feel entitled. He was like, can you wait one second and let us I know that's right, stuff? sir. I We're know that's right. You. Yeah. So he, wait I mean, your he, turn. he spoke up for our whole row because we was right across from them. And I was like, sir, thank you. And I know people sometimes they get, you know, they're surprised. Like, oh, how dare you say something? Well, how dare you? try and push past me like you right. more of a rush like dude I'm literally in the row ahead of you now you know what I think Nina I think that airlines just like they stand up there or show the little video and do the whole safety thing or whatever I think they could benefit from doing two things number one I think it should be a general rule that you file out in the order that you are seated so Agreed. each row, get up, get your stuff. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Yes. It would be efficient. It would be faster. Less people would be upset or whatever. Because, you know, you get some people, like the tall people. I've had this conversation with people before, and they're like, I don't care. I'm standing up when a plane lands because I need to stretch my legs or whatever. But if the airline enforced something and it wasn't left up to the customers mm-hmm. to, you know, be filing out of the plane all willy-nilly, I think that would help. And I think that um, the ticket takers, it should be some way to maybe um, either seat people according to um, when they had, like how long they layover is to the next flight mm-hmm. or find some way to like flag them. So maybe those layover people could get up and exit first. Yeah. And they like flagged in a way where, you know, anybody can't just jump up and lie and say they got a layover. But, you know, if, it's something on their ticket or on their seat or whatever. Maybe they could get up and exit first and then everybody else just file out accordingly. I don't know, but they need to fix that because that is a huge peeve of mine. My goodness. I'm like, we just got to the gate and you all the way in the back of the plane and you stand up and you stand in the middle of the aisle. I don't understand. Like, you're not going to get to the front no faster because you got the entire plane that's trying to do the same thing that you're doing. We that all just so annoying. Have a seat. Yes. Row 37F. Right. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're in the back. Relax. Oh, my oh gosh. My I saw goodness. I saw a lot of that. And then another thing that gets on my nerves is the gate lice. 
Mm-hmm. Those are the people who crowd the boarding gates. So you know how they call um, the different boarding classes, you know. Yeah. The, the, a, B, um, C, or A, B, C, or one, two, three. Group. The group, the groups. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And so um, over the weekend, we were in group three. And so we know, you know, of course, one and two come first. So we're not going to stand in line. We're going to wait till they call three or we're going to wait until you know, group two starts to thin out, the line starts mm-hmm. to thin out. So we get up and I'm like, man, there's a lot of people in group group two. Mm-hmm. No. Them people in group two, they was waiting and hoarding the, the area so you can't get through. And as soon as they call, I'm like, we all gonna get on the plane. Now, I know some of them had the luggage mm-hmm. and they wanted to use the, the stuff in the overhead bin. I normally do not take luggage on the plane because yeah, what I want to do is just I take a book bag or a purse or something like that and put it underneath the seat because mm-hmm. I don't want to be fighting for space I yeah. usually check it's a little easier for me so I know some people want to get on first because they want to get that space for their their luggage I get mm-hmm. it I'm like y'all are just hoarding the line so you don't even know what group is actually boarding because you're just waiting as soon as possible, as soon as they call, you want to get in line. I'm like, we all going to the same place. Like, come on. There. You yep. know what? It's funny. Like, whenever I'm wanting to splurge, I haven't done, gotten to the point where I do it with the kiddos yet. They can pay for their own one day. But when I'm traveling solo, I, it, it's been times when I have splurged on that first class ticket. Yes. And child, you know, all the people be waiting there. And they'd be like, now boarding first class group eight child. I put on my little fake Gucci shawl and my sunglasses. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> not, not fake Gucci shawl. By, by the time, <laughs> by the time all the people be filing on the plane, I'll be got my little eye cover on. I'm already sleeping in my seat. Like I can't be bothered with none of y'all. And right. I'm with I'm you. Get off this plane first, too. I think I'm just got this bulkhead seat. Bye. Now I'm gonna tell you one thing I I do like I do enjoy and I've got upgraded a couple of times and then I paid for uh, first class. Uh-huh. When you get on that seat. I mean, you get on the plane. You get in your seat and you get nice and comfortable. Yes. You sitting there for a good half an hour. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes twenty minutes and waiting for everybody else to board. I'm with you. Oh, when they bring them snacks Ooh. and they ask you what you want to drink. Mm-hmm. Child. Ooh, that is like the best feeling in the world. They close that little partition like y'all can't see <laughs> the, you know, the, all, 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 when I be sitting in coach, all I be hearing is like, oh, that's real silverware clanking up front. What they eat? <laughs> <laughs> they give you a warm, a warm towel to, yes. to wipe your hands. <laughs> oh, yes. So child, when I can, and I'm putting it to the universe, hopefully one day I'll be able to do that for all the flights but lately, you know, if, if the prices are right mm-hmm. and it's just me traveling because I'll splurge on myself. The kids, they uh-uh, we fly and coach. We'll get over it. Right. But <laughs> but um but yeah, oh when I can get in into first class, it's always just so nice and less of a hassle. Such a nice feeling. You get off the plane first. Yes. You ain't gotta worry about the people trying to get from the back to the front because you like, well, you just gonna have to sit down because I know we just got here. I'm in the front and I'm getting off first. It it is a great feeling. So I do enjoy that part of it. But I don't fly first class as often as I fly coach. But I just need these people to chill. 
And you know I, what I've noticed too is so many airplane conversations that go like I'm sure you've seen them, Nina. It is some wild video footage of things that go on on airplanes that is just like Ooh, out honey. of this world. I mean, I've seen the ones where people then cock their foot up on the side, and your foot the the person's foot is on the person in front of them armrest. And mm-hmm. and meanwhile, I'm watching this like, okay, why are you shooting video? And not telling them <laughs> to get their foot the hell up off your armrest. And then I saw another one where um the lady in front of the person shooting the video, she kept putting her hair over her headrest. Mm-mm. So it was covering their screen. Mm. And they... Damn. I was wondering if that video was staged because they were moving her hair and then she would just move it back over their thing and it's all on their tray and on on their thing and I'm like uh uh-uh. uh no ma'am that Why would be that be would be the world up? star video <laughs> I mean people really do be cutting up like can we all just get on this flight we know we're all trying to land mm-hmm. we're trying to get to a destination let's just be peaceful so you have stuff like that and then you got people who actually get upset at a crying baby. Oh, Nina, I think, you know what? I mean, because I have a little list of talking points, but honestly, I think I'm going to piggyback off the topics you bring up because you are hitting all the ones that are just irk the mess out of me. But go ahead and say what you was going to say, then I'll I'll say my piece. Look, I think you have a story to share. Um, I, I don't know if I've been on the plane personally with my mm-hmm. children, I think one time, um, Kaylin, she was crying. I was like, look, y'all just gonna have to, you know, she didn't cry for very long. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because she was just ready to get up or maybe her ears were popping, but I'm like, sometimes there's nothing that you can do. I now get on the plane and I think I had some, some, um, some sympathy now empathy for families mm-hmm. but it didn't necessarily bother me because i'm gonna tell you when i get on the plane you know the first thing i do girl, i pull up that blanket get my mm-hmm. headphones and i'll be asleep before we take off i mean my yes. head is like not as so hard where darren's like you're gonna break your neck That's how I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> so it doesn't phase me be over. <laughs> man i just be like i'm gonna break something so i'm gonna need a neck brace or something like that <laughs> but I I normally you know that's the time that I can chill especially if I'm mm-hmm. not traveling with my kids I know that it's just me that I'm concerned about Darren's good you know with his movie and whatnot so it doesn't phase me with the, the noise but I think mm-hmm. some people really do get upset at babies who are crying and see what? so when you're a parent you know and even when you're not a parent because I'm like you Nina even before having kids the first thing that always crossed my mind was, golly, you know, the parents got to be going through it. They might be a little yeah. bit embarrassed, you know, and I would see other people like giving them the eye and all of this stuff. And it's like, you know what, just stop. Because here's one thing about people's commentary around flying. And they remind me of that lady trying to act, you know, a certain way over talking about some meatloaf on that Costco site reference. <laughs> The Power of Positivity episode made about 10 minutes in. I talked about that. Yes. People so if you just, haven't listened, go back and listen. Yes. <laughs> it's this thing where people are being pretentious in common spaces where yeah. 
I, I, I just sooner tell them, okay, go fly private because right. here you are on a commercial flight. That's like getting on a Greyhound bus and being disgusted of the lack of amenities and you riding Greyhound. Like, come on. <laughs> like, Greyhound. like, you know, like, what do they say? Read the room. And so, no offense, you know, Greyhound. Y'all, y'all doing your thing. <laughs> if you, uh, you know, if you can't stand crying babies, like you don't you need know, to be on too the bad. And I've heard people on message boards say, "No, well, the person with the baby need to find some other way to fly instead." Of, like, uh, uh-uh, no, you're the one complaining. A baby is a baby. Clearly, you haven't had to travel with one or have one of your own. And if you have, and you're still talking that mess, you probably need help. But I, I only had That's one crazy. where Marcus was cutting up. I, I mean, I refer to it to this day as Travelgate 2013 because uh, it, it was just, he's been, he was fine on flights as a baby. He would just fall asleep. Um, you know, people would say, we didn't even know it was a baby. He was so quiet. And then after that, ever since, He's been awesome. But that one time when we flew out for your baby shower. Oh, um, so y'all was coming from, were y'all coming from California to Charleston? We were coming from Seattle. Oh, okay. That's coast to coast. That's already hard to begin with. Okay. So flying, you know, I like to say, shoot, not only just coast to coast, it's a little longer because coming from Seattle, you got that diagonal thing going right. on. Right. So it's a, a, even a little longer yet. And there were stops. Like we had to stop in Atlanta and then fly over or somewhere. I forget what it was, but there was a stop. So that equals four different times that we had to endure the the taking off and the getting the altitude mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And this is back when you couldn't have your devices on until you reach a certain altitude now you can turn your device on as soon as you get on the plane so right you got kiddos they got the little uh ipad playing you don't have to worry about turning it off once we begin the taxi they could just have it on but back then you know yeah, shut it down exactly so we we would have it on sitting in the terminal or at the gate waiting have it on once we board it so you can sit but then when that stewardess said turn off your devices baby it was a wrap. He, he showed out. <laughs> he showed up. He showed out. He showed to the side. Uh, I remember on one plane, the seats were two by two. So it wasn't me, daddy, and baby sitting in the same row. He, you know, one minute he wanted to sit with mama. Then he wanted to sit with daddy. Mm. You know, I mean, it it was a mess. So, I mean, that one really, like... um put a nail in the coffin as far as um me having just having empathy for other parents and yeah. again like you said Nina with your blanket and your headphones like another thing I want to tell these people you know you so pretentious take your pretentious head behind the brookstone and get you some noise canceling headphones yep. so you won't be so worried about this baby crying in the back yeah I saw yeah. a video the other day um it was a man who, uh, it was a man, grown man cutting up because the baby was crying. What? And he pulled, he got the attention of the stewardess and was like, do something about that baby. 
you know. Oh, I, I think I know what video you're talking about because that's been circulating around. Have you seen that one where he's like, you know, and she's like, sir, stop yelling. Well, instead of telling me to stop yelling, tell yes. that baby, blah, 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 and their mother. And I was like, dude, okay, so I'm number like, one. I thought this was staged at one point. Like, this can't be real. You are fussing because a baby is crying. Fussing and cussing, honey. And listen, <laughs> uh, let it have been, let it have been my child that, like, excuse me, sir, you talking to the stewardess, but it sounds like you addressing us. So what? What's I know the problem? That's right. You cry louder than the baby. You know, it it's just not. It's not necessary. <laughs> it's really not necessary. So I'm like, look, like you said, get you some noise canceling headphones. And most of the time, like when you get up in the air, mm-hmm. they will calm. And there's yeah. things that you can kind of give them, especially if their ears are popping or they're just mm-hmm. extremely exhausted. There's things that you can give them. But sometimes, listen, these kids have a mind of their own. And there's yes. nothing you can do about it. Sometimes there's really no controlling it. You no. know, it's just is what it is. And that's where people have to sort of accommodate for themselves because listen oh dude f around had me on a no fly list messing around you know (laughs) like talking about uh, who's effing baby sir right it's not it's not that serious it you know it it really is and the flight the flights normally don't last that long especially if you're flying domestic Mm -hmm. it's it's okay it it is you know get yeah, your so, headphones call it a day there you yeah go. just chill go so, please our pet peeve nina is not the crying baby but the crying baby is complaining about the real crying babies that's mm-hmm. what that is <laughs> the adults on the plane like y'all gotta relax yeah yeah or just drive next time I mean, come on, you know. <laughs> there are options. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm telling you, just it's it's a lot. So yeah, that was a little bit of the experience that I had over the weekend when we were um, you know, flying for our vacation. I was just looking at them folks like, Y'all gotta relax. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Man. Well that's that's from traveling. Oh, speaking of let's say on the traveling. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are we driving now? Because it's a good love. Okay. Before we, we, well, you know what? You go ahead and talk about that because I'm talking about when you vacation with folks. So, uh oh. <laughs> I don't know what to talk about first. <laughs> oh. So, I don't know if we have driven a few times. Yeah. Um, I don't think we've driven with the girls but Darren and I have driven I know we used to live in Charleston we drove to Atlanta and that Mm -hmm. was about five hours now I'm gonna tell you my max for driving usually is about three and a half but the the Atlanta trip from Charleston Atlanta was an easy drive it was just the two of us Mm -hmm. we were cool and I think if we had kids then what we would do is just drive a little bit you know and then take a stop and we've driven in um you know from Cincinnati to Indianapolis is about an hour and a half man that trip Seemed like it was a lot longer with them kids, <laughs> but they finally went to sleep. But mm-hmm. we don't normally drive too much. We normally try to fly. Yeah. Which takes, uh, you know, it's a, it's a whole nother level. But, um, you know, when, when I like, I like to fly because I'm like, I can sleep. Yes. <laughs> That's one thing I do enjoy. Well, what about you for, for driving? Any pet peeves? 
Oh my goodness. I guess as far as like everyday commuting is concerned. Oh honey, yes, um, yes. I can't stand when, you know, you're driving the speed limit, just minding your business going down the street and someone is waiting to turn out into traffic and they just go ahead and shoot out there. Mm-mm. You know, like they in a rush. Okay, if you shooting out there that fast, you better punch the gas and go. But these people shoot out in front of you, make you put on <laughs> brakes, and then they do one of two things. Either they shoot out in front of you to just turn into the next street or the driveway, mm-hmm. or they shoot out in front of you and then drive like, you know, Sunday stroll. Like, drive what are you slow. Doing? Oh my gosh. What are you I- doing? Used to have some serious road rage where I would be laying on the horn. Now people people look crazy these days, so I'd be like, I said to myself or in my car, "What you doing?" Mm-hmm. and then move on. But I'm like, you can cause an ass accident like that, especially <laughs> if people are going a certain speed, and then you just get impatient, you just pull out. Come on now, it's like, dude, that's why it's so important to. Pay attention because people will just jump out. You like where they come from. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that gets on my nerves is um, you get merging onto the freeway, and there's plenty of room to merge on. You know, for you to get in your space, just get in there. But the person behind you, does, for whatever reason, does not want you. They would sooner have you slam into the wall or <laughs> run up onto the gravel. They have you get in front of them. So, number one, I'm wondering why are they? And a lot of times, these are people that aren't even exiting. They're just speeding in the right lane. Like, get over in the left lane or the middle lane if you don't want to be bothered with people merging onto the freeway. But I've had a couple incidents where it's like almost like we're playing chicken. Like, is it yo? Is it gonna be your car or mine? (laughs) Oh, I keep going. You know, I punch the gas, (laughs) but. I will keep going. And I, I probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, well, you're just going to have to hit me today because I'm going, okay? When I first came to Dallas for a sightseeing trip before I moved here, it happened twice. And it almost made me like, is this how Dallas drivers are? Mm-hmm. Incidentally, that hasn't happened since I moved here. That's good. But um, I remember I was in a rental. And, um, you know, I, I was going to do my usual thing where it's like, okay, let me just accelerate and get in there okay and, hold on Kristen let let's let's preface by saying this you yeah. know them rentals don't have no get up okay <laughs> well there's you be, that. <laughs> the gas pedal be to the floor and we making all kind of noise but we're going nowhere nothing. <laughs> so that's but, the first thing you'd be like okay well this is not my car usually if it's my car I can hit the gas tap on it and kind of speed up but them rentals don't be doing nothing. <laughs> I it, well, you know, I caught myself doing my usual thing, just accelerating so I could get in where I fit in. Mm-hmm. And this person behind me, they were not having it. Like when I tell you, they dang near rear-ended me. And the only uh... thing that kept me from saying, you know, that just made me say, "Ugh, just let them go," mm-hmm. was the fact that I was in a rental because. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying to remember if I got the insurance <laughs> on that <laughs> rental car. But in any case, you know, I don't want to go through that whole process and damage their yeah. car or whatever. And uh, I was just like, ugh, is this how they drive? But again, that hasn't happened since I've gotten here. But that's a huge pet peeve of mine because I think 
if you're if you in that much of a hurry or if you're that bothered by having you know what you think might be a slow driver in front of you why the hell are you in the right lane why are you over there well i just be like look you should have left earlier that's me listen okay you in a rush you should have left earlier okay that ain't don't make that my problem i got a right. story about that so um i was at work one day in, in seattle and my coworker came in huffing and puffing she was like people are so mean on the road i just had this guy behind me you know i'm going the speed limit i'm not trying to go over i don't want to get a ticket you know, so I'm going as fast as I can go legally. And he's behind me, throwing his fist in the air, giving me oh, the wow. finger, just oh. all, you know, all my tailgating and doing all this stuff. And she was just really, you know, really in a tizzy when she first got to work. That's not the way you want to arrive at work, Mm-mm. you know, but he made Start the day off wrong. And so a few minutes later, my other coworker comes in and he's talking about how horrible the traffic was and how slow people drive. And it was this car in front of him that wouldn't go. <laughs> it was, it it turns him. out, just as you may be thinking, my other co-worker was the one that was behind my one co-worker that came in mad because she had a crazy driver behind her. He was the crazy driver. <laughs> so, Did they know so, each other? Yes, but we were all co-workers sat in the same little four cubicles. And That's yeah, funny. it was my one coworker over here and my other one over there. And then, I mean, they laughed about it later, but just to discuss, yeah. like, I'm telling y'all folks, you know, if you're prone to road rage, you might want to get a handle on that because yes. you don't know who you could be driving in front of your manager, flipping your manager the bird or on your right. way to an interview <laughs> and your interview in person, you know, what you going to say when you walk in there, you're going to straighten up your collar and they're going to be like, mm-hmm. That was you. Uh, you, know? you won't be getting this job, okay? Yeah. Uh, don't call us. <laughs> we'll call you. <laughs> okay. Bye. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. You're like, they coming in and talking about each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it just shows how small the world is, number one. Yes. So, you just I have mean, to be careful, you know, and and sometimes it's not really worth it, especially when your blood pressure is going to raise. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just like, you know what, just move on with your life. Go ahead and go. Let me move over this lane. You go around me. Do whatever you need to do. Yeah. I'm just going to be over here because I got a lot of people, stuff. When I see people tailgating me like that, some days, you know, I just I just get over so they can keep going wherever they're going. I don't care. Yeah, like just. Move on with your life. You know what I mean? I am in here chilling with my 90s R&B music. I'm in a good mood. So you're going to have to go around. Not to mention, you know, in the last decade or so, you know, things have gotten, you know, seem to have escalated with regard to, like, how people react to stuff like yes. that. Yes! I, mean, I t- look, I'm just saying, people are crazy. They you are. You never know. Somebody can follow you to your destination mm-hmm. and then get out the car and, you know, be extra. Well, like, I don't have time for that. We know about that. I was just telling my mother-in-law yesterday about our little, uh, our little Florence incident. Oh, right. Remember? <laughs> On motorcycles. Followed them to, their, to the hospital. On did, motorcycles. They did not care what we were there for. Just really short story yo, without telling everybody's business. We went on the trip. We were in Florence, Oregon. Uh, we were ATVing. Unfortunately, one of our friends got injured pretty bad, had to go on the ambulance. 
the boyfriend was following the ambulance. So, you know, he probably ran a light or two. You know, it, it's understandable in that situation, even though it might not be right. Well, let me tell you, the people that he cut off followed him right to the hospital parking lot. And they was on motorcycles and, and they got off got off the motorcycles and was going ham. We was like, Well, what the hell is going on? We trying to make sure our <laughs> friend is safe. Yes. And they were they were not happy. So they were ready to tussle. And I mean when yeah. they when they saw it was, you know, when they saw him, they was just going two on one at him. But I think, you know, when they saw the rest of us walk out, like it was a few few more of us in the normal that day. And Man, you know, that we was all a, came out. <laughs> we was like, Well, what's going on? Like, I'm like, Okay, look, we 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 about to go. That that's fine. And they were like, you know, older motorcycle bikers mm-hmm. and I just I I didn't even realize what it was until we parked. Yeah, and we got to the parking lot. So that was that was that was crazy. But you said something. Yeah, that took me back to uh, where I was going to go next. Girl, <laughs> travel with people. Okay, <laughs> listen. <laughs> I cannot stand yeah. when I vacation with folks. And they're being cheap. Because I'm going to tell you, the way I vacation, yeah. if I know we're going somewhere, I will save up. Yes. Or, you know, I will have a, a certain amount that I'm like, hey, I'm on vacation. I can spurge a little bit. No, we're not going to McDonald's. Or if we you going over there, I'm going to go to Ruth's Chris. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I have traveled with people who have been cheap and said, well, how much that costs? I'm like, well, why do you care? Why are you worried about it? You know, and if you don't... You shouldn't have came. You you shouldn't have came. Yeah, you shouldn't have... You should not have... And it's like, if you're gonna be that way, like, let's say, you know, I make an irresponsible choice to, like, go on a trip that I really want to go on, but I know I can't really afford, like, you know, usually on vacations, we're eating out every night. You know, yes. we're splurging, we're doing yes. all these things. And um, let's say I went on this trip and really couldn't afford to do all that. I err on the side of, you know, just let everybody else do their thing. I'm not going to be looking at everybody like, well, why are we eating here? Right. I cannot just not go for my own reason. Y- you could say, you know, hey, I'm going to hang back. I might get some rest or, you know, hey, I'm just not going to go. Y'all enjoy when you when you get back, let me know. Mm-hmm. And more than likely, most of the time, what I appreciate is honesty and transparency. Yes. So if you're going on a trip and you'd be like, hey, you know, something happened. I know I paid a portion of my money for the trip if we're staying together or, or you know, had to buy a plane ticket. Hey, um, I don't want to ruin your trip. I may not go. I don't mind saying, well, girl, I got you. Come on, let's let's do yes. this. But don't be coming and be like, well, I don't want to eat no steak. Well, you just well, go eat, eat a hot dog. Stay okay. And eat some KFC. <laughs> there you go. Not KFC. Not KFC. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want no steak. Just ask over there and eat some chicken. There you go. Don't make a thing of it. Like, I, I cannot just, I stand think. though. I have been on several vacations with people, and the first mm-hmm. thing I think in my head was like, Mm-mm, "They ain't coming no more." And Kristen, you know what I'm talking about, because we've been <laughs> been on play, we've been, been, oh, we've been to, many places with many people, and uh, and you, the first thing you say is, Mm-mm, "They ain't coming no more." So not only are you being cheap, but don't please don't come and cut up. 
Ooh, no do not up. cut up on this trip. Y'all better mean, act like y'all the happiest couple. If we're doing a couple ship, you better act like you're the happiest couple. You <laughs> might be, you know, going at it behind closed doors, but please do not ruin everybody's trip with your you nonsense. Know, no. No, as I like to say, don't stink up the room. And that, that's the term I always use because I have the ability to do that. I'm usually pretty jovial, usually most times in good spirits. Even during bad times, I'm one of them ones that's like, okay, you know, laugh to keep from crying. Let's, you know, I make light of some things sometimes. But boy, when I'm mad, I, you know, I'm the type to just excuse myself because when I'm upset, you know I am upset and it affects everybody else's stuff and it makes everybody feel weird. So I'm self-aware about myself enough to know that. I'm not going to taint other people's experience because I'm going through my own stuff over here. But it's some people that just be mad and they, they for whatever reason, they want everyone else to feel it. And it's like, no, vacations, I create memories. Yes. I with people that's creating bad memories. I like to have fun. Don't be yes. counting no beans around me. You can count your Please. coins over there, but don't be counting our coins. Oh, honey, end, that's another one. Oh, okay. We're going to touch on that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The thing about us is I've always been around, like, you know, I've hung around with groups of people, and this is no shade to people who don't do this. This is just how I roll. Mm-hmm. I vacation with people. I brunch with people. I happy hour, pre-funk before a concert, whatever with people where we're able to go somewhere where, you know, some restaurants maybe still don't split checks for whatever reason. If they don't split the check, it's fine. Either somebody's got it and we Venmo and Zell each other later. Yes. Or, you know, if we got cash, we pull it. No questions asked. I'm not going down the list of the thing talking about you ordered this, you ordered that. Not I mean there's extreme <laughs> cases where you know, and again, the type of people I travel with just never happens. But I could see if it was something like, okay, we all ordered an entree and appetizer and a drink, and you ordered five appetizers, five drinks, and two entrees and whatever. That's then, different you know, story. There's a little bit of a balance there or whatever. If they still trying to have everybody pay, whatever. But again, I don't hang around with people that do shady stuff like that. But Listen, honey, I, yeah. I'm laughing because you know we didn't been on a trip with folks where they was going through and they were itemizing the list. Okay, I had uh, chicken, but you had lamb chops. And I don't mind going out with, especially, you know, when we was to go out with couples, me, you, yeah. Andre, and Darren. Mm-hmm. We will order the food, and we'd be like, you know what, split it down the middle. I don't care who ordered what. Mm-mm. It doesn't matter. You yeah. have three drinks. We have five drinks. You had two appetizers. We had one, but we enjoyed ourselves, and it was a nice time. Split the check down the middle. That makes sense, but I'm not going through and be like, oh, well, y'all, y'all ordered this extra you know, chips and salsa, and I didn't mm-hmm. want it, so take that off the bill. Please don't come on my trip. Yeah, just don't As a matter of fact, you, you won't be invited. Yourself. That's what you, you will need. not be invited. Now, I done been on a couple of trips, and I was like, yep, they won't be coming no more. And guess what? They wasn't coming no more. <laughs> okay? We're yeah. not doing that. We want to have a good time when you vacation. Again, especially if it's a trip that's planned, if you have to put a couple dollars to the side to have a great time, do that. And if you can't afford to go, there's nothing wrong with you saying, hey, I'm going to have to catch your next one. Just because I won't be coming. Go. 
You know yes. what I'm saying? Don't, don't do be it. cheap because I'm not eating at McDonald's, okay? Oh, that's I did fair. that in college and I was like, no more. That is a definite pet peeve. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, mm-hmm. you, you, you can't, and it, it just comes down to this. You have different friends in your life that um, are appropriate for different areas of your life. Like some people are your colleagues, you know, mm-hmm. you have a, you work well with them at work, whatever, you know, and that relationship stays in that space. You know, other people are good, good friends when you're on terra firma in the same spot in your neighborhood or wherever, but they may not always be the best travel companions. You don't know people until you travel with them or live with them. And when you travel with folks, you'd be like, oh, Lord, what is going on today? I mean, and the thing is this, travel, any type of travel already comes with, you know, its own level of little stressors, Yes. Um, areas to be misunderstood. You know, somebody might have thought you said this time and somebody else thought you said that time. And I mean, I saw this especially <laughs> on the cruise. Oh, that reminded me of something I have a feeling I know what you're laughing at, but child, I ain't, <laughs> I ain't gonna go there. Gonna go there. <laughs> but you know, that's the one time I almost I went off. I was like, well, what's well let's 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 step into the zone for just a little bit. Mm-hmm. I knew something was not right. So for the listeners, we actually went on a trip. This was years ago. This is before we had kids. Mm-hmm. This was um I think Darren and I, we had I don't even know if we were no, we had just gotten married, I think it's a year that we got married. We took a couple trips somewhere. And Andre and Kristen, like their temperament was like chill. Mm-hmm. Until it's not. Listen, and you know, for me, like, it don't take me much. And so I'd be like, oh, no, she ain't coming no more. And Darren be like, you know, hey, it it takes him a while to get riled up. But I'd be like, I'd be ready to go. Yeah. And I was like, is Kristen mad? Something is Mm -hmm. not right here. What is going on? (laughs) We were about to leave to go to dinner. We said it was a certain time. I guess the other couple or the other people didn't hear and they got in the car and was like, and they were about to leave us. And I was like, I was driving the car. And I think you and Andre were in a car with another couple. And me and Darren were in a car with another couple. And something got messed up where I was like, well, what we're not going to do is ruin a trip for everybody. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. So I, I see what got messed up. It was they, weird because I'm like, what? I Y'all about to get left. I specifically remember... Um, well, let me just say this. Number one, there's that meme going around that's like, name name five people that you can't be at a funeral with because they make you laugh or something like that. <laughs> Darren always comes to mind because all it takes is a glance <laughs> and folks lose it because his <laughs> facial expression says it all. He don't have to say anything. You'd be like, why are you looking like that? Get your face right. Fix it. And, and the thing about Darren is sometimes his face don't even be a certain way. It's just his presence <laughs> at certain times when he was. So in this in this case, I remember very clearly Darren saying, "Okay, train leaves at eight o'clock." He said that exact phrase probably about five times throughout the day. We go into uh, this restaurant. I was about to say the restaurant, but. but. Um, <laughs> I didn't say the state because I was about to say the state. <laughs> no state, no city, no whatever. 
he's like, well, you know, we're having dinner tonight. The train leaves at eight. You know, we got a reservation. We got to be there on time. Because during this trip, there have been a few instances where we left later than we were supposed to leave. Right. Um, And and it was beyond us normally just being flexible and whatever. It was kind of like, okay, we all agreed to this. And what, what are they doing? Right. Anyhow. Everybody was about to leave uh, for the late people to come. (laughs) You and the other couple was in the car. We was with the late people. And Andre wasn't about to pull off. It was literally us, I think, you know, kind of pulling to where the cars were together or something like that. Yeah. Pulling up so they don't have to walk across the parking lot. They just pull up to the door. Well, they walked out while our car was moving. She thought, jumped to a conclusion and thought we were leaving, which to me speaks to, you know, they probably knew they were being, or she knew, you know, they might have been being sort of a new. It wasn't her significant other. <laughs> he was, he was stressed. Because why would, like, like me, I, and, and I hate to keep putting myself on the pedestal, but damn it, I'm just cooler than other people. I'm just more go with the flow. I, I don't. You, do did you hear me say, head. when Kristen get mad, you be like, well, what the hell is going on? Exactly. So, Something is not right here. To, to me, you know, that's just indicative of the fact that you probably don't know us well enough to even be traveling with us. Because I don't travel with people that oh with that I think would leave me behind or be you know would do something crazy like that. I don't normally I don't just be jumping on trips and going with people that I would think would do something like that to me. If it were you and Darren and I walked out and saw the car moving, it wouldn't even cross my mind that they about to punch the gas and drive away. And we weren't we weren't leaving. We were not leaving. But that, we, you oh, know, that, she could have got it like, oh, Lord, let's hurry up. I know we run it behind because everybody was ready except for the two of them. And it just, you know, it just kind of set the tone for the evening. Now, we was fine after a while. We got to the place. We had dinner. And I think we ended up going to another place like a... um a poetry poetry. yeah something like that and we walked in maybe stayed for a little bit and we could tell that something was off but I was like look you not ruining my time okay Mm -mm. you have to just get your life in order and we got back to the place where we were staying and she separated herself and her significant other he was so stressed out it goes to show you sometimes you don't really know how people are until you travel with them I just like people who are cool Let's respect the time. So we say dinner reservations are at this time. We need to leave by here. Mm-hmm. If it, you take a long time to get ready, you might want to take some extra time to get ready so we all could be on time. You just want to respect. Because I'm going to tell you another one of my pet peeves. Mm-hmm. I don't like being late. Yeah, yeah. And my family knows that because if I'm driving somewhere and we're running late, they holding on for dear life because I'm driving like a bat out of hell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So just respect yeah. the time. So, respect and then, you know, it, and it's, it's nothing wrong with like, hey, we're going to be a few minutes late, no big deal. But if you know that we're supposed to be at a place by a certain time, don't be disrespectful. Yeah, it's just, I mean, and again, like you said, Nina, you don't really learn about people a lot till you travel with them. So it's like, you got to be really careful who you travel with because you know it, it affects the memories that you have yes. uh you know i love to create beautiful memories on trips and i can't be with people who are so quick 
because of their own quirks to like immediately turn a situation bad I just do not like that and I was thinking about that as I was on the the cruise Um, I went on the cruise with my family back in May and I was just so thankful and grateful to be around such cool-headed just you know just really go with the flow yes I mean because again there's so many opportunities to be misunderstood Mm -hmm. you know there's times where because when you're on those cruises you got the time on your phone and you got ship time and you got the time of the country you're in so there's so much room to get mixed up you know you might miss a dinner you know our family used to like to get together for dinner on the cruise and there were nights that so one or the other or some did not make it now imagine being on a cruise with somebody who is just fuming and pissed, just stewing in anger because everybody was supposed to be at dinner and some people didn't make it, or somebody, you know, or somebody took a nap or they excursion ran over or whatever. So I mean, that's part of the reason why you and Darren are our people to travel with because again, cool heads prevail. Like, oh, I, I can't be with the bean counters. I can't be with the marital spat people that want everybody to feel the pain of their marital spat. No. Oh, that is so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, that's so uncomfortable. I just want to go somewhere. I want to have a good time. If there's a misunderstanding, let's go ahead and address it. Let's, you know, laugh about it, move on, and not ruin the trip. And just have fun. Yeah. Just yeah. have a good time. I I am down for having a good time. And, you know, I talked about, you know, not being late. It's one of my pet peeves. I don't like to personally be late because I'm like, hey, I don't want someone waiting for me. Right. But I'm just like, hey, we're going to be a couple minutes late. You know, it's no big deal, especially if we fashion be late because we walking in like, huh, we slaying. Mm-hmm. We, we mm-hmm. took time to, to, to do this. But. It's always, you know, something that you can do to kind of, you know, change the mood on a positive light, but you also can do things that you're thinking like, man, we are just going the wrong direction. And traveling, you know, traveling with people, I like people who are like, you know, hey, what restaurant y'all want to go eat at? Hey, we're going to get here. Hey, I can find something on the menu. Because I'm usually Mm -hmm. like that, like. You you take me somewhere, I can find something under me. I can make my own meal. Yeah. Not those who'd be like, Well, I don't eat that. Well, I guess you're gonna be hungry. Man, I people that like expect you to go one way because they're going that way. Mm-hmm. And they I like these are people that I call like um well, I don't know if I have a name for them, but the action that I call it is like they they're trying to police everyone else's actions too. Yeah. So, you That's know, way I, I too remember, much work though. I was in Jamaica and we were in all in line to get our COVID test that you need before you can leave the country at the time anyway. And I saw a group of girls, you know, they clearly looked like they were on a girl's trip or whatever. And just in their interaction, I could tell that one girl in the group was sort of, I don't know, like the alpha, the one like sort of like calling the shots. Yeah. What she says goes, I don't know if it was her trip. She organized it. It was her birthday. I don't know. But um, she had left the line for a minute and came back into the fold of the conversation. And they were like, hey, girl, you know, we were going to do the thing where you go rafting down the Martha Bray River or whatever. She was like, uh-uh, I cannot do that and be in the jungle with all the mosquitoes. I am not doing that. 
And like, okay, well, we we can do something else. And I'm like, okay, it's their business, whatever. If, you know, maybe they that's their dynamic. But then the other part of me was like, dang, I listened to them the whole time. And they all sounded like they really wanted to go on that. So to me, wow. that was an opportunity where it's like, okay, if you don't want to go, you can stay in the resort. And we'll all right. We will be back. But don't expect everybody to change their stuff just because you are just because you don't want to do it. You know, you get mad or because everybody else don't want to do it. Like, you know, I wanted to do an excursion that nobody else wanted to do. I went myself. I know that's right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, and so then, was- you you know, and, and it's fine to be like, hey, that's not my thing. So you're like, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to come back. And people are like, okay, well, we'll meet up here at this this time. Go have fun. Instead of be like, well, I don't know why she going over there and doing that. Like, why? Don't try to police people. I remember somebody tried to do that to me. Um, unfortunately, we uh, this happened at a funeral of another one of my friends. She actually became a widow not very long after I became one. So we sort of, you know, we kind of bonded over that because um, prior to that, she had a preemie child. And then I had Miles. So I used to confide in her about that and talk to her about that. And then when she became a widow, vice versa. Anyhow, we're at the funeral and everybody's talking about, um, you know, going to the repast or whatever after the funeral services. And for whatever reason, one of the ladies who knew me in my situation, you know, knew that I was a widow too. I don't know what her problem was, but she just put herself in a position where she was like, Kristen, you know, I know this has got to be hard for you. You know, it's the same situation. You don't have, you know, you know, you don't have to go to that repass if you don't want to. To me, that was fine. Okay. That's very sweet of you. Show that type of concern, but it really ain't none of your business. So whatever, move on. Like, thank no, you, but gonna... no thank you. Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. You know, I'm I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna go support my friend. Yeah. You know, well, you you don't really want to go to that. You know, you, oh, you something Lord. She, she kept going. She kept going and it got really weird. And I was like, no, I'm still I'm I'm going to the thing. So basically I was just you know, no. And then she was just like, okay, fine, and walked away. I was like, who is this lady? But Number I didn't one. ask you. Who asked you for your advice? Oh, that's a pet peeve of mine. Unsolicited advice. Hello. Uh, That's on my list, too. Nobody asked. Okay. Nobody (laughs) asked you. Mind your business. And I've always been the type, Nina, you know, I know we had the the conversations all the time about, you know, about, like, how we handle conflict and stuff. Um, I've always been a silent rebel. I've always been that one where you get the alpha type personality thinking that they calling the shots. We're going to do this, 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 and this that way. And everybody's going to do what I say. I'm the one that go off to the left and do something else and have a better plan. <laughs> I'll show you. Yeah. I, I, I like I hold time. I'll sit there, you know, I hear what you're saying, but that's not what I want to do. I'm not doing and, that. Uh, and people be, you know, they'll be surprised. Like, well, I thought, you are following this and like I've always no. the beat of my own drum. I do I don't like being bossed around like that by somebody who is not actually the boss, but positioning themselves as a boss. And I kind of felt like that's what that lady was doing. Like, why are you so invested 
and what I do after we leave this funeral service. And why are you so upset that I'm not doing what it is that you suggested I do? Go that somewhere. No, that makes no I didn't ask for your support. I am fine and I don't I don't need your help. I mean, she was really seem upset that I didn't just go along with what she said. Like what no. what am I supposed to do? Be like, okay, lady, and then drive home when I really wanted to go? Hell Absolutely no. not. You are you are grown. <laughs> like what? Absolutely not. Lady, like, go sit down, please. Have several mm-hmm. Beyonce concert seats. Sit yeah, down. I mean, whole arena. Sit down, all the chairs. <laughs> <Just Christ. laughs> people are people are crazy. I have come to the conclusion when you talk about traveling. Oh, this is another thing, mm-hmm. and this is just overall. I know we talked about this on a couple podcasts in the past. Mm-hmm. I like structure. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I know I can go off the beaten path sometimes. Yeah, but please don't invite me to unorganized events. Oh no, yeah. I can't stand, and I'm like, well, what are we doing? What What's going doing? on? Yeah. I mean, when I, I think the last vacation that Darren and I just went on over the weekend, we had no plans. Like, Ooh. we had no kids. This is the first vacation. We were like, we're just going to get up and decide what we're going to do. And it Ooh. was amazing. Now, there have been things that were like, hey, we're going to go to the city. We want to try this and this and this or these two things. And then we'll just kind of let, you know, time take take us wherever we're going. Yeah. But you at least have an idea. But I cannot stand when you get a group with people or just when you're trying to figure out if you're going on a date or whatever the case is. Well, what are we doing? And then you spend time and you try to figure out what you're doing at that time. And nobody makes a decision. Everybody's like, oh, it don't matter. Well, what you want to eat? Well, girl, it don't matter what you want to eat. And I'm like, we're um, wasting time. Okay, <laughs> willy-nilly. Make a decision, please. Somebody it. make a, a decision. Or something. Something, but at least have an idea. I don't do well with unorganized things. Um, mm-hmm. We at least have to have... Some type of an idea. Now, if we decide to go steer away from that plan, that's fine. We had something that we were going to work towards. And so not just go back to if you need to. Exactly. But if we're going somewhere and be like, hey, you know, we were going to go here at nine, but we decided to go here at 10. I'm completely fine with that because decisions are being made. But I don't like to waste time, especially when you're, you know, out of your your normal routine and you want to do something while you're not just sitting around trying to figure it out, because I'm like, this yeah. is this is wasting time. I don't like that. That is, oh my you goodness. Wanna, you want me to blow a gasket? Do that. <laughs> you said blow a gasket. Yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I yeah, I, I I'm not a fan of that either. Like, let's at least have. You know, and again, this is different because we kind of waver between structure and going with the flow. And I think what we're trying to say, if listeners don't understand, is there's a there's a balance to be struck. So Absolutely. I would say about you, Nina, you you've struck a really good balance because you're organized, you're structured, but you still allow for flexibility. So you don't err extremely toward one side or the other. It's just kind of like, okay, get to the point. You know, and now that we have a point, now we can play around a little bit. But yes. just kind of abstract, willy-nilly, Mickey Mouse, whatever, 
just doing nothing. It's a difference between going with the flow and then just going, and there's no flow to go with. I mean, if but. we make a change <laughs> on the drop of a dime, that's fine. Again, we are making decisions. So we're like, hey, we were going to go and do this, but most of the group, or we decided to go here. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. It's gone, girl. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so, that works for me. That yeah, that is fine. Just make a decision, and if it's something that I wasn't thinking about, I'm like, well, you know, I can, I can shift gears. I can find something, an activity to do wherever we're going, or you know, something in the menu. If we decide to change the restaurant. We can make it a good time. I'm not right. gonna be salty because we've we've sh- shift gears, but mm-hmm. we just made a decision. Right, right. Ooh, man. You. Yes, I'm gonna tell you something else that gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm. When we talk about people talking on the phone, there's two things. Yeah. When family members play past the phone during conversations. <laughs> When you call one person and you end up speaking to five different people, like, I, oh my I, goodness, that I set my anxiety on high. That's probably <laughs> why I text every damn body to this day. I came with the, the uh, uh, passive phone. Oh, you want to talk to Kristen here? No, here no, I called to ask a specific question or to talk to you about something quick, and then you like, oh, well, such and such is here, and I'd be like, I don't want to talk to everybody. Like, no, we're not doing that today. Please don't. I saw a really funny meme today. I know I'm always mentioning these memes, but they always apply to situations. <laughs> it's this one where they always use this picture of Ben Affleck off like behind a wall somewhere smoking a cigarette. Like he just stressed. <laughs> and it. Underneath it, it says, you know, the person on the phone said, it's kind of hard to describe via text. You got a minute to answer the phone. <laughs> they want to call you. <laughs> Like, oh, at number one, if it's hard to describe, that probably means I don't want to hear nothing about it. <laughs> Listen, send send an audio message. Nothing. You ain't got to call voice me. Note. I'll listen to it and I'm ready. Let me get it together. Like, oh, now, I don't already have to, like, psych myself out to answer the phone for half the people that call. <laughs> and I, I got to get ready. Like, I got to have a little woo-saw moment before I even pick up the phone sometimes. You mean like, why are you calling me? And don't cold call me. That's another one. Oh, no. Like, at least give me, like, hey, are you free around X, Y, and Z time? Because that way I can kind of get everything together. Or if we're just talking, you know, we're texting and we don't get each other. Like, hey, you got a a quick moment. And I know it's going to be a quick moment. I'm like, sure. It's going to be, you know, less than five minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. But the cold calling, I look at the phone, I'll be like, well, what do they want? We're not, we're not doing that. Like, leave a, leave a voicemail. I'll get back to you. Just like the voice <laughs> message says, you know, leave your name and your number and somebody get back to you when they feel like it. Not, um, not me, but somebody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, like, just leave a message. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm not a big cold call person. Please don't. Um, sometimes I need a moment, and this is not be, me being mean, but this is just me and the way my anxiety is. So, like it's a lot of moving parts. Like some people, I understand. Some people may not understand that, but I need, you know, some time. I like to plan yes. phone calls and stuff like yes. that because I, I, and that's because I've dealt with 
picking up a random call in the conversation and go left. That's probably where that stems from. So now, in order for self-preservation, okay, who's calling it for what? I'll call yes. you back when I'm ready to call back. And I text exactly. a lot. So I'm- or you'd be like, hey, real quick, I got a quick question. Again, the, the audio message or the voice messaging, sometimes that works just as good mm-hmm. as calling someone because you can explain like, hey, I was trying to say X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send you X, Y, and Z so you can take a look. Get back to me when you can because we're all, you know, busy. We got stuff that's going on. And sometimes you don't have the time that you want to pick up the phone and mm-hmm. actually have a full-blown conversation. And, you know, I understand that. And I think a lot of people do. I I think I had saw, you talk about memes. I saw a meme that said ways to get in contact with me. And they had, like, number one was text, number two was like email number mm-hmm. three was something and all the way down to number 100 it said call me <laughs> <laughs> like, they went the down the dire list. of situations <laughs> that was a last resort call me i mean we just live in an age now where you know where people can um you know they can circumvent some of that stuff i mean i, I imagine the time like when we was little when there was no caller id yeah. You know, uh, answering machines and stuff, voicemail was not that common, you know. And ima- I mean, I can't even imagine now just your phone ring. You don't have not one how damn who it is. You, know? <laughs> you don't know who on the other side. We- Back in the day, we used to just be picking up the phone. We should. Hello. <laughs> you be answering the phone so happy hello you know if it was a telemarketer if it was a family member if it was a friend but yeah before caller ID came out you would just pick up the phone and be like well there's somebody that I know that's calling me or I maybe mean, it's not I, I can't even imagine that now to me that that sets off all my anxiety receptors because I like to have some locus of control of like who I'm communicating with for what and why you know, I like to have some control in that. Okay, maybe I won't answer this right now. But if yeah. they a voicemail, you know, I'll get back with them. I'll text them. I'll call them or whatever. But I just don't like that that feeling of the unknown. So that's that's just me. I mean, I saw a picture of a doormat the other day. That uh, The doormat said, did you call first? <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, people will just be trying to show up. Listen, every time I hear something like that, I think about that Outcast song. I'll call before I come. I just won't <laughs> pop up over. Please don't pop up over at the blue. At least text me and be like, hey, I'm on my way. I'm in the area. Are you home? Because I think I saw some, uh, one of my Facebook friends said, if you want to waste gas and time, show up to my house unannounced. <laughs> Did you see the one with Kermit the Frog sipping the tea or something? It was either Kermit the Frog sipping tea or like Ernie sitting there watching TV under a blanket. And it said, me, while you knock at the door wondering if I'm home or not. <laughs> But I feel, I feel them. I feel that mean. And again, you know, you just want to make sure. I think it's courtesy 
to call someone or to let them know, hey, I'm in the area I'd like to stop by. Or, hey, will you be home? Because you never know. Maybe we're not home. Or maybe the house is a mess and we don't want people Mm -hmm. to come over when the house is a mess. Or, you know what? Maybe you just don't want to be bothered. I mean, yeah. You just might not be taking company that day. It's it's a courtesy. And if it were me, let's say I, I somehow found myself in Cincinnati you know for whatever reason number one I don't even see a scenario where I'm just there and I'm like hey Nina I'm in Cincinnati <laughs> be like, well, who the hell is at the door who is like, that <laughs> like no, I, I, the way I envision it I would probably know I'm going to Cincinnati in a certain amount of time and I'll yes. be able to say well hey I know it's late notice but work you know I got a work thing that's in Cincinnati if y'all wanted to get together let me know or you know if y'all have time that I could come by that would be awesome if not exactly. I understand yes and there you go it Don't it doesn't take much I, I need people to get that like go listen to that outcast song because it says everything and every time when people pop up I'll be like are they at the door mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know you know we have cameras ring camera is really big so you can see when people pull up and you just be like well why are they here they didn't tell me (laughs) did you know such and such was coming over oh goodness yeah i can't i'm getting like worried even just talking about it like oh (laughs) i mean that's one of those things where i'm just like okay no we can't do that well honey i don't be worried because i'll be like i'm sitting in my house and i'm looking at you through the camera you won't (laughs) be getting in today (laughs) oh they walking away now okay coast is clear (laughs) right (laughs) i can go on about my business I know I sound so awful, but is it not awful for people to like, you know, invade privacy in that way? I it don't, is. You know. It is because it doesn't take much to say, "Hey, I'm in the area. Um, are you home? Mm-hmm. Are you? Mm-hmm. You know, I'd love to stop by just for a quick moment." And that gives people a chance to say, "Oh, okay, you know, you can come over again. You know, if your house is not in order, you just want to kind of put things away or." Maybe you're not feeling well, and you can say, hey, I'm not feeling well. Um, please let me know when you're in the area again, or, you know, something of that sort. But right. I don't think it takes much. It does not take much, because we all know how to use phones, and text messages are huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, they yeah. really are. It's- text messages are just a way of life for me. It's just okay. how to communicate on the go, you know. I was going to say, Nina, and let me know if I'm jumping ahead. I'm sorry. But as far as texting, you know, what about, how do you feel about number one, group chats? And number two, uh, and and I'm not just talking about like your casual group chat chat where, you know, you occasionally chime in and y'all have a funny conversation. But like um, just group chats that you don't want to be a part of, that you're just put into. Girl, I will remove myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will remove Nina has I'm left like... the station. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I, I I think I had did this one time and I was like, oh dang, I didn't even know it was just uh, gonna be putting me on blast on the left. But it was too much going on and I wasn't engaged and, and I wasn't um 
I, I, it, I just wasn't part of the chat or the conversation. And so I was like, I'll just remove myself because these alerts are going off, especially if you have a, you know, I'm an Apple phone user. So if you mm-hmm. have a certain phone, you can remove yourself from the group. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be rude, but I'm like, all these alerts are going off and I need to make sure that the right alert that I need to go off is what I need to pay attention to. So no offense to anyone else. But it doesn't make sense for me to be in a group chat with people, a group chat with, with others that I'm not necessarily even have a connection with or not engaged with. Now, right. if we are going on a group trip, for example, and there's a certain amount of people, that makes sense, right? <laughs> and I understand there's are, there are folks who might just be bystanders and they don't say much until it's time for them to say something and you Uh have those other people that are being you know just a little bit more communicative wait communicative communicative (laughs) girl look I'm like "Uh uh-huh this Hawaiian mimosa but yes those who may communicate a little bit more than others which is completely fine Mm -hmm. so when you talk about group chats there's one um, like the group me app. Man. Mm-hmm. Ooh, people can go ham on that one. You're like, I didn't ask for all of this. Mm-mm. It's too much. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, yeah, I usually will remove myself from conversations that um, I'm not really do- doing much input into. Mm-hmm. Group chats with a lot of people that I don't even know. I'll yes. Because do- your thing is constantly going ping, 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 ping. And it's yes. that thing so I'll take myself out of that uh Facebook has some sort of group functionality now that's kind of irking me and getting on my nerves because I'm wondering how I got into some of these chats or whatever they are um and then there was what what else oh I know my latest pet peeve on Facebook is this ability to at everyone in a group and (laughs) that should be reserved for at everyone, we've changed the name of the group. Mm-hmm. At everyone, there's been a lot of people lately doing this, this, and that, and we just want to send a reminder that that's against the rules. Boom. That's fine. But not at everyone, oh, it's Aretha Franklin's birthday. Say something mm-hmm. nice about Aretha Franklin. What? No. You could have posted that regular, and the people who see it and want to respond to it are going to. Why am I getting a at everyone about some random post that you made that I don't, you know, I, I'm i not necessarily going to join that conversation unless I absolutely want to. It doesn't pertain to me. Like, come on. Common sense. Same thing with these people at work. The person that um that does the whole reply to all. Ooh, listen, I was about to go there. Reply to all on the email Especially when you asking to be removed from a DL. Mm-mm. What? Please remove me from DL. Reply all. And I'm like, oh my God, I have 35 messages from people saying, please remove me from a DL. Can you not just reply to the person to ask them to remove you? Like, that just one, you're making a mistake that you're trying to sound all sarcastic and bothered about. You've just made the same mistake. You've responded to everyone. <laughs> my my <laughs> inbox is just clogs from you asking that. Just don't hit reply all. 
just um, hit reply to the person that sent the email. Oh, you be I would be like, I got I got seventy five emails from someone asking folks to remove them from the distribution list. That 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 makes no sense to me. Like, come on. I that mean, one and then I was also gonna say the diet emails. Which one diet email. emails? The diet emails when they put everything in the subject line and then there's nothing in the body. Oh no! Oh, I haven't even seen that. That was oh, I don't like. Oh, I have seen. It's like this is diet. You know, you put in the subject line. Please, I need everyone to X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, you couldn't have just put that in the body of the email. So when I open it, I'm just like, well, where the rest of the information? Oh, right. it's in the subject line. That sounds like somebody who just don't know how to use the email. Oh, so, oh, yeah, that's some of them people. Too. Earth my nerves, yuck. Some of them folks too. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a whole nother set of pet peeves for like just that are specific to the workplace. I mean, we could do an episode just about that office space. Oh, I will go in and go uh, hamburger on those. <laughs> I mean, there's so much and there's one thing this is you know I have several but I this is one I definitely want to mention oh my gosh this drives me crazy when people put their whole hand in a bag of chips or some snacks when you're at a party like can you not get a plate and put whatever it is you're eating on a plate and then put the bag back but we don't know where your hands been. We don't know if you washed your hands. You're not using no kind of utensils. So there used to be a lot of potlucks, especially at work. Uh-huh. Pre-COVID, but it's coming back now. Yeah. I will only eat, number one, store purchase food. <laughs> I don't know how everybody's kitchen was. And the first thing I think is, you know, oh, we having a potluck. I get a visual in my head that somebody's cat is just <laughs> in the middle of their dish at home. I think Darren was telling me one time he had a coworker say that he went over to another coworker's house mm-hmm. and the wife was um cooking mashed potatoes. She was smoking a cigarette and some of the ashes Ooh. dropped inside the mashed potatoes and I was Come like, on, Peggy Monday. <laughs> I can't I can't so you got that like I cannot eat everybody's cooking, especially Mm-mm. if I don't really know you like that. I no. need to know you personally, been at your house. And then when people don't wash their hands and they just stick their entire hand in whatever it is, I just think the first thing I think is a bag of chips. Like they open a bag of chips and they put their hand in the bag of Mm-mm. chips and I'm like, Lord have mercy. Like, so you, better tilt that bag. you better get a plate or a napkin and tilt that bag of chips and pour out the amount that you want. Like I'm not eating them chips. Chris sticking your grab hand into the community community chips. <laughs> oh no. Or a bowl, you know, and they just go grab it. I'm like, please. Do we not have utensils? And I mean, yeah, potlucks or something else, man. I mean, cause I it just in recent years I've seen too many people. That don't wash their hands after they use the bathroom. Oh, I've seen too many people post pictures on Facebook and stuff, and they think it's cute, but it's really, you know, looks unsanitary. I saw one person post, you know, during Christmas time, making Christmas cookies, and it looks like rough, rough, 
you know, what Bingo the dog likes cookies too, and you know, Bingo up there licking the spoon. Oh and, Jesus! Oh, come on, we're we're not. Uh-uh. I, I'll never forget again without mentioning names at all. But, <laughs> um, Marcus was mentioning how you know I will definitely won't say at which school, but you know a, a staff member. Um, he saw where you know someone had come into the bathroom and did not wash their hands. Mm-mm. And later that day, they walking down the hallway, high fiving kids. <laughs> oh lord! It's like not only like okay, so not only are you not washing your hands, but you got the nerve to be one of these ones that's like, give me five. <laughs> no, and you didn't wash your hands. I. You know, it's yeah. another thing that we think of. I thought that COVID would have taught us, you know, hey, keep your hands clean. Mm-hmm. But we are three years out of COVID, and I think we went right back to things that we were doing pre-COVID. Mm-hmm. So people are not washing their hands when they're using the restroom or washing their hands before they eat with their food or sanitizing or anything of that sort. I'm like... I don't know if that's safe. Like, have you not learned anything? <laughs> we learned, and then we just threw it out the window. Oh, my goodness. See, I still be sanitizing my hands for everything. Cause, I mean, think about all the stuff that you do. Like, touching. the doors that you touch, the uh, gas pump, oh. you know, the you know, it just all the stuff. Like, it's, it's nothing better that I appreciate more than a store with some automated doors because I just don't always I don't like touching that uh door handle. I I don't like it either. And I, I like to keep wipes, sanitizing wipes or mm-hmm. sanitizer or you know before I eat, especially if I'm eating with my hands, if it's a sandwich or taco or anything of that sort, I like to go to the bathroom and wash my hands before I'm, you know, you know, eating. Mm-hmm. But I know everybody doesn't think like that. And, you know, if that's what you do, that's completely fine. But I'm very cautious when it comes to, like, potlucks. And uh, mm-hmm. everybody just digging their hands and stuff. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I mean, because you just never know. What what was it? Um, was it? Was it another meme, Kristen? Or was it something else? In any case, um, someone had bought some meatballs or something to the potluck and you know how sometimes people will bring their crock pot to the potluck mm-hmm. this crock pot was like you could tell they had because I like in my kitchen I like to give all the stuff that's sitting on the counter the wipe down because just between cooking and stuff you know things get a little bit grimy so I'll wipe off my mixer wipe off you know the little block that I keep the knives in yeah that makes sense you know, just to kind of get the sticky ickies off. Well, they hadn't done that with this crock pot because this crock pot looked like it hadn't been wiped down in a good spell. And um, <laughs> the crock pot had cat hair stuck to it. Stop it. And they sitting there serving some damn meatballs, some damn baby shower meatballs <laughs> in a crock pot that's covered in cat hair. And people, oh. that brings me to another point, Nina. These people who are like sort of just, you know, maybe apologists or really just flipping about stuff like that. Like people with pets, it's like, oh, you know, a pet is like family, whatever. You know, 
I got a cat on my countertop. Who cares? Like these people that kind of gaslight you a little bit and make you think you're the crazy one and you're hyper aware and a germaphobe for not wanting to eat out of a crock pot with cat hair on it. Come on. That don't even make no, that don't even what sounds make no. crazier? <laughs> Me over here saying no thanks or you bringing in a cat hair crock pot? Listen, I know there are several people, lots of people at that who have pets. And I, I think, think you can be clean pet owners. Yeah. Yes. We've had a pet. And, you know, I'm not letting the dog get on the counter. This is me. I'm not letting the dog get mm-hmm. on the counter, licking the bowls as I'm as I'm cooking. My stomach is turning as I'm speaking about this, by the way. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes sense when you like. This crock pot has cat hair. I don't care if it's cat hair, human hair, you know, pubic hair, Lord, just Oh just Jesus, Lord. Oh dry so... heat. Oh. oh, if I find cute. Oh my God. I'm about to freaking dry heat right now. You wanna hear somebody throw up? Not throw up. Throw up live on the air. <laughs> That's me about to throw up. <laughs> It's too much. Mm-mm. Why would you do that? It's 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 not necessary. It's not clean. It, oh, have Lord you seen the mercy. people on Twitter uh, where there's this whole conversation? These conversations come up every now and again. Like I think one year somebody asked, like, did everybody actually wash their whole body in the shower? And me, I'm what? I'm not one to get into. You know, I'm not one of these people that's like, you know, a hygiene, you know, always uh, got my nose in other people's business about how they do their hygiene. But since they bought it up on Twitter, hell yeah. What, what else you in the shower for? Other than the, you get you in, are you in the shower just to feel a sprinkle on your head? No, we're getting clean. So, yes, we're bending down. We're washing our feet. We're washing our legs and all the parts. And the question was. The, who who and the way they asked it was just so flippant like if you disagree with them you're like like out of the you're loop weird. or something yeah like who actually shower washes their legs in the shower I mean the water runs down anyway the soap is gonna get on your legs that's just like putting some dishes in the sink with dish water and just be like they clean no like we wash and we wipe like you know, I don't know if that's a cultural thing. I mean, just, you know, a little African-American history. You know, sometimes us as African-Americans, we could be a little bit, you know, like have a, an increased awareness around that stuff because we were once regarded just by looks as like dirty and unkempt and whatever. So sometimes we go that extra mile to be like, you know, that's not what you're going to remember about me. You know, I'm, but they... I'm washing every body part, okay? Yeah. The baby toe all the way to my <laughs> pinky finger. Like everything. Everything getting I'm, washed. I'm in the shower to get clean. So people just let the water just run on them. I just, I, I hate when people like flip the script like that. Like, you know, on, on one hand, you know, you and throughout history, not just saying that person specifically that wrote that Twitter message, but you know, on one hand, you know, you're regarding 
other people as unkempt, untidy, dirty, da 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 da. But fast forward in history, and now you looking at folks crazy because they actually bathe when they're in the shower, like actually what? wash everything. <laughs> I, I just I'll never forget the tone in which the question was asked, like. Who does that? Like, oh my gosh. Like, uh-uh, we're not doing this today. You're not about to make me look like I'm a fool because <laughs> I wash because my you, legs. Come if on. If you don't, you know, wash your body parts, can't that cause funk? I mean, you would In think so. In some areas? I mean, maybe, maybe <laughs> not your legs. I don't want to but... find out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to find out. Mm. I'm going to continue to wash. I think there was another, uh, speaking of, you know, washing in the shower, there was another conversation that came up. This is probably a little bit ago. Mm-hmm. If people actually use washcloths or if they use bars of soap. Yes, I saw that. And they was, again, trying to, you know, alienate, you know, people who use a washcloth. Like no, I'm, just, I'm washing, and not just the stuff. Hey, to each of his own. But I'm gonna tell you, in my house, we use rags. Okay, <laughs> washcloths and rags. We use them in towels to dry off. I mean, we're you, trying to get clean. You put your damn clothes in the washing machine. Even the washing machine got an agitator in it. You know, you need some sort of friction to to lift the dirt. I mean, to me, that's just common sense but I guess to other people it's like oh my goodness that's ridiculous diva demands you need a wash towel while you're in the shower like dude no this is not this is not an Irish spring commercial where they're trying to give you a good view of the soap bar and the man is just in there all cheerful rubbing the soap on his shoulder no like use a washcloth come on seriously I can't you know hey it would be one thing if they posed the question like, hey, I've seen people using washcloths. What's the benefits of that? Like, I've never used one. Why, why do people do that? But don't come on Twitter talking about, oh, my gosh, who uses a washcloth? That's just dumb. Me. Like, hello. <laughs> I'll raise my hand. Me. That little gif of uh, Tamar raising her hand, pointing to her hand. Like, hello. <laughs> I do. Right over here. Right, right over here. I mean, different strokes hello. for different folks. Do what you want, but you know, don't try don't to make me look like that. a crazy person because I'm, you know, being vigilant. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to judge other other folks. You talk about a pet peeve, like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes mm-hmm. people can be very judgmental. It's like, they if it doesn't can. work for you, just don't do it. But you don't have to knock me because I think differently. Than mm-hmm. what you like, come on. Lord, folks. Yeah, people are Jesus. Tri- people Look, are. We tri- covered. We covered a lot of the stuff on this list. Mm-hmm. I think most of the ones that we definitely agreed upon were mm-hmm. definitely aligned. Um, mm-hmm. look, I got a whole bunch of them, but I won't continue. I won't. I won't do it. You'd be like, dang, she hateful. She don't like nothing. <laughs> I'm stop right here. <laughs> so, I hate. I, I, I got one more. <laughs> Actually, it's like kind of more. It's kind of a two pronged approach. I can't stand things that smell better than they actually taste. 
Um, different lip glosses and things have been that way. That's a pet peeve. I've had some popcorn that smells so good and delicious and buttery and you bite into it and it tastes like nothing. I hate that. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't stand this new trend of people making soap that looks like desserts and they make it look so real. I walked past this place in Vegas. I mean, it smelled like a bakery. It looked like a cupcake shop. It, I mean, I thought, you know, I, I was like, oh, look at this, all these cute little desserts. Child, I walked up in there. It was a whole soap. What do they call a soap factory? What What do they do? With, like, it was a soap mill. <laughs> Wait, all, you said it, it smelled like a cupcake? It looked like a cupcake, but it was actually soap? Yes, it like the whole place smelled very foody. It smelled bakery-ish. Like, I smelled sweets. And it was a store uh-huh. that sold those soaps like you see online the commercials and stuff where the soap will look like a scoop of ice cream or a cupcake or, you know, bath bombs that look like donuts and they make it look so real. Uh, that is that I can't stand that. I'm like, please stop because I don't like. F- oh, and the other thing, too, the trend where people making cakes that look like real items and then they cut into oh, it and it's yeah. a cake oh yes. that gives me trust That's issues all over. <laughs> <laughs> that is all over and sometimes they look so real like it could be you know football for example that's mm-hmm. just sitting there and then they cut into it and you're like oh this is a cake or when they make it look like something savory like I see mm-hmm. like it looked like a whole Thanksgiving turkey with all the trimmings it looked like a piece of meat like literally and I wonder how those taste. Like, do they actually taste good? They look good. Well, you know, I, I watch some of them cake shows on the Food Network and stuff. Mm-hmm. And my thing with cakes, like, if 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 we're if it's not just decoration and we're gonna end up eating this cake, it has to taste good. And sometimes I feel like people be handling the cake too much, like, or yeah. it before they put the icing on it. Like, I always wonder, too, is it really a good cake? Is it moist cake underneath all that pretty icing? Like, no, no. The, the, the product looks amazing, but when you start, like, does it taste good? I don't know how it would actually taste. And maybe it does taste good. I'm like, is that okay? Because I know some of the best cakes that I've tasted, they look terrible. So we, Nina, we may have to, uh, at some point, do a, a part two of Pet Peeve. <laughs> Each one of these is segueing into, I mean, this cake conversation, it takes me back to when we had a holiday party. I won't say what grade I was in in school, but it was when I was in the grade level school. And, you know, it, everyone agreed that we should have a cake for the party. Was and, it um, so I'm going to get to that. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm already like, uh. Young lady in my class was like, you know, my, um, I have a, a relative that bakes cakes, you know, she makes cakes all the time for our family events. And, okay, you look and she, all right. she got some skills. Yeah, she even showed some pictures of some of the work that the relative did. And I was like, oh, wow, it's a cake that looks like a baby bottle. Okay, yay. Look pretty. Child, she bought that cake in. That cake. <laughs> And I don't play around with my cake. Like, dude, this cake was like the driest crumbly. 
cake. Like she spent the lion's share of the time decorating it to the point that it went dry. But the oh, icing was no. pretty. You know, but the cake was not good. The cake was not good. Now, luckily, by God's grace, you mentioned a store-bought cake. Somebody had bought a cake from the local bakery, which has since closed. They closed that bakery after they was like a hundred years in business. Mm. But um, somebody had bought a cake from the local bakery that just makes these delicious cakes. We used to get cakes for my birthdays from there and everything. So the day was saved, and but you could, um, yeah. I just remember having a piece of that delicious cake after I had that crumbly cake. And I was just like, uh, like, I she can't put no love in that cake. And that brings me to, you know, one of probably one of the last pet peeves we'll mention the people that swear they can do it better than the, you know, the restaurants and stuff when it comes to food. And they really can't like, dude, just call it in. Just call it right. in. I'm fine with catered food. You ain't got to cook it. Like just just do it like people that insist that you know or you know you go on one of the mommy groups or something and say you know what I really would like to have cupcake place um you know make some cupcakes for my kids birthday anybody you know any pointers anybody got any leads on a good bakery a prof- professional bakery not the person that you got to be doing something super special for you to just be doing it in your kitchen and offer to do my kid's birthday party. Yes. It's, you know, I need to see your work because there's too many out people out here. That's like, Oh, I cook Thanksgiving dinners. I, I cater baby showers and stuff. And it's these cottage kitchens. And I don't mean to say, make a generalization about <laughs> cottage, cottage businesses. <laughs> Because in Texas, that's that's like straight up what it's called. There are cottage yeah. kitchen laws. Uh, people, like sometimes you'll go on DoorDash and it'll be a place listed on there amongst all the places. And then you see what street it's on. It's a residential area. Somebody working out of their house. Wow. So I hate when people insist on that, but their work is not yet up to par to be offering it as a business. Yeah, because, you know... Word of mouth travels. Mm-hmm. And then when you get it, you, you just think to yourself, man, I should have ordered this from, you know, XYZ company. Because mm-hmm. good, I just saying to everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, my cousin cook good. My cousin throw down. My cousin, co- well, you, we might not even like the same things about foods. I like our food the same way. Yeah. So, you know, Everybody's good to one definition. person. Might not be good to someone else. I'm mm-hmm. with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Just, just stop. Sometimes you say, well, "Just stop. <laughs> just don't. Just don't do it." I won't drag us along anymore, Nina. But just know, I got more talking points in my back pocket in case we ever decide to revisit this topic. Because, oh yes, I have several on my list as well. Woo. But yes, we have covered a lot, and I will wrap us up with a quote by Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. And Whoopi says, "I don't have pet peeves like some people. I have whole kernels of irritation." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, child, not, not and by our a list. pet peeve. I got a kennel of them. <laughs> and by our list and what we can continue to talk about, we agree with Whoopi. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I'll just tell you about one time, too, speaking of home cooks. Just one more little story. <laughs> Ugh. 
I remember a coworker um, made cookies, and okay. she is, insisted everybody have one of these cookies. And she opened up her little Tupperware, and these were the most little stinking, burnt, <laughs> black on the bottom cookies. You know, and you say no, thank you, and people be insisting you eat. I can't stand when you insist that I try something. Like I've just even had leave people, me alone. Yeah, just don't even ask me. I've even had people do this, Nina. Oh my God, this tastes nasty. Kristen, taste this. Uh, no, <laughs> like, why would I want to taste it? I'll take I'll take your word for it. No, I'm not take this. Tastes funny. Taste this to see if you think it tastes funny. No, I no. I'll just figure it tastes funny because you said so. But anyhow, this lady that made these cookies, <laughs> um, I happened to be out of um the office for a little bit or like in a meeting or something. Whatever the case, I was away from my desk. I come back. And this lady has placed one of these cookies on a napkin on my desk on top of <laughs> some paperwork. She, so number one, I'm already like, who put this damn cookie on my desk? But she placed it on a napkin on top of some papers I had on my desk. Child, why every ounce of oil from that cookie soaked through all my papers? No. Yes! I was they like, were homemade. They were homemade cookies, yeah. Now the cookies they look like they had no butter or nothing. They didn't they just didn't look appealing to me at all. But apparently they did. And all whatever oil and fat from them cookies seeped through the napkin and through my paper. I mean, that's not how cookies are normally made though. I don't think it requires that much oil. I mean, but who does that? I would never I wouldn't place no food on top of somebody's papers she was that. proud she said you gonna eat one of these cookies today because oh, yeah. i have been in the kitchen and i've been you know putting all my hard work you gonna eat these cookies Mm-mm. no child just keep did it you home. eat them hell no i did not <laughs> eat that cookie that's one thing about me nina if i I know I I know when something is gonna not sit well with me. I know when something is not gonna taste good. And I don't play around with like as far as eating stuff and people insisting that I try this. I already know it's gonna make me sick. What am I supposed to do? Eat it and now you're gonna see me spit it out. So <laughs> and then be insulted. Where, like, come on, where where did this lead us? Come on. Oh, do not to try no food. <laughs> I cannot stand when people for try to just try it and be getting mad because I don't want it. Like, no, just like, no, let's not make you. it weird. I said no. No is a complete I'm, sentence. Leave me alone. That's it. I don't I don't want I don't want it. This Mm-mm. greasy cookie. I would look at this is like, what the what is going on here? Yeah. What is Mm-mm. this? No, ma'am. Well, you did the right thing and mm-hmm. you continue to follow your gut. That thing went straight in the trash. Sorry. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have covered a lot. We've shared some personal stories. We shared some funny things. We, we, even when we try to be serious, we still be cracking up and making mm-hmm. it funny. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, Kristen. Mm-hmm. We will chat again next week. Be on oh. the lookout for a new episode. Indeed. Take care, Miss Nina. (laughs) Okay. Have a good night. (laughs) Bye-bye.